Attention, whoever you are. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Oh, fucking shit, lady. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Kill it, though. My fathers ain't got equal rights in America. I ain't seen my kids for 953 days, 136 weeks, two years, seven months, nine days. 653 working days. That's 309 working days. 27 federal holidays. Now dismiss my babies, baby. I dismiss my babies, baby. Cause I miss my kids. And I dismiss my babies, baby. I dismiss my babies, baby. Then I miss my kids. All rise for the Honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to another season of Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. First and foremost, I just want to welcome back all the listeners for season two of Fathers and Family Court. It's been 146 days, I do believe. Since my last podcast, um, and I do apologize, and I'm sorry for the silence, but uh, for the most part, I'm gonna fill you in here in this in this week one podcast, and from there on, we're gonna be focusing on moving forward and help helping other people. This podcast, if you're a first-time listener, I would advise you to go on back to season one. I dropped 50 episodes. I pretty much talk about how I went 950 days without seeing my kids. I got jerked around in the court system for three months on record and before my kids were even given to me. And then even then, they were just given to me in just a small amount of time. Like I was some fucking person incapable of being a parent. Or something to that nature. Um, I was told at the courthouse, uh, you all have to jump through any hoops. Look at me in my face, the, the nice lady said. Look at me. I looked at her. She said, you will not have to jump through any hoops. I just want to report, I have been in court now. Okay. For 330 days. And JP still has two days, two-day visits with his children, right? So, that's where we are. I don't know what else I'm going to have to do otherwise. What? What? But, yeah. So, we'll get into that. Um, I do want to say this, man. This podcast here is not... This is made, this podcast ain't made to bash people who go to work and get paid. This ain't made for that. This podcast ain't made to bash moms. This podcast ain't made for that. I got a mom. I love moms. I love good moms. I love them. I love them, man. My mom raised me, man. You know what I'm saying? She raised me. So, I have nothing, I'm completely, this podcast is about my experience it's about what i'm going through and how i feel to go through it it's about what it feel like for me so while i'm maybe sounding like throughout this podcast rambling at times or too passionate or whatever the fuck i'm i'm putting this out there because i want dads to hear it and if they feeling it and thinking it i want them to know they ain't alone and that's important because if you do go to, if you do find yourself in the same 
court system that I found myself in this this podcast, you can go back into one of the further to the season one episodes where I it'll be titled like going through their pamphlet or something. I don't know. But you can go in there and see at no point in this do they ever care about what dad is going through or what they'll show you a video or intro to it. They won't even mention the whole booklet doesn't say one thing about parental alienation. So they for sure are not thinking, even thinking about what happens on the back end of parental alienation because it's not even a word in their book. You know what I mean? So that's that. But it's important for me to voice what I'm thinking and feeling and what's happening because there's dads out there that listen to this and they can gas, get energy. It could be fuel for them. You know what I mean? To know that they are not alone, bro. You ain't fighting this shit alone. Now, do I feel alone? Hell yeah. But on the same on the same note, I put myself in situations and I've been looking at and I go out and hunt for other people that's in my shoes so that I know I'm not alone. There's plenty of people going through this. So in this season, season two, this is going to be less about me because if you want to hear about what I'm going through, I'll touch in on it throughout the season. And on top of that, you can go back to season one. But right now, I believe it's time to start delving into some other people's stories, okay? Because other people are going through it too. And this ain't about me. This ain't glory to me. It's glory to God. I don't, me is, is, I'm just expressing it so folks know. But I want to really smack this thing out the park. I can get fathers from all races, all type of, from, I'm going to get all kind of fathers on this podcast right now is what I'm about to do. And I'm about to show. It's not just me. It ain't my social class. It ain't nothing to do with that. It's being a dad that's short end of the stick here. It's the system jerking around dads and it just being a thing. Now, it's people that get up every day and go to work and they let this shit go down. It might be folks that go to work and they don't want to let it go down. So they walk away from the job or they quit or they, you know what I'm saying? I can't just speak on the people that go to work and take the check every day and let shit happen. But these are the problems we have in our community. It ain't just when we see somebody at the store and then we say hi to each other, and then this guy jumps in the car, listens to his sports talk radio show, and says something racist to the show. You know, after he just said hi to you in the store, yeah, the problems we got. Until we get over them problems, until we can get, you know what I mean? It would be nice to get over that petty shit so we can fucking move forward as a unit, as a country, man. We have other problems on the floor. We can't still keep arguing about what our grandfather's grandfathers was arguing about, man. How, how motherfuckers ain't made no progress? How motherfuckers ain't went and found a friend that's the opposite color, man, by now? If you don't know something, go find it out, bro. If something's unfamiliar to, to you, try to familiarize yourself with it. This is a country, man. If you listening to this and, and you know, and... A certain person of a certain color makes you nervous, bro. 
go find somebody of that color and try to learn about that person and learn about their culture so you ain't so nervous about it. See what their stance is on it. And then find 15, 20 more people like that. So you, get to, you, you can't even gauge if you don't know. That's beyond the point. I'm just saying, man, we get past that. We can start working on father's rights. And I want to show that other dads out there, okay, I want to show that other dads out there are going through this exact same thing, man. I want, I want, I want, I want you to see the different stances. The way I speak is passionate. This is my stance. This is my angle. I'm always going to respect the reality of it. But I still am able to feel how I want to feel. I can still express what I want to express. I can still help who I want to help. I can still do that, man. You don't go through bad stuff just to go through it. You go through it and then you use that to help other people, man. Help other people. I want to help families. By help, I don't mean point my finger at them, act like the smartest person in the room, and then throw them to the system that's essentially just want them to be a number. That ain't what I mean by helping families. I mean by saying the real. Parental alienation is real. The people that are getting ready to call the shots on my case that they hadn't that they didn't attend to for 330 days, they don't even have the word parental alienation in their book. You understand? They don't even have it in their book. So how's it on their radar? It's not in your book. I read it top to bottom. It wasn't a, wasn't in there. So I have to do this, man, for dads that are going through it. For dads that are walking into courtrooms petrified from the state making a choice on something that they created. But the state steps in and says, hey, man, this ain't your property. This her property. And if you want anything to do with your property, you're going to have to fight, bud, like that. Why, you say? Because we wrote it right here on this piece of paper back when slavery still existed damn near. You see how you see it? Sure, it's archaic, but it's still there. No one's changing it. Yeah, like that. You feel me? And, 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 and listen. All we want is to be fathers. We want to be fathers. We want to have our rights. And my stance like this is passionate because this is what I want to do. This is who I am. But it's important for other dads to come on here and speak because everyone don't gonna got my angle. And it's important to hear that. Everybody doesn't see it how I see it. And it's important to hear that. Every dad doesn't just call his child's mother a bitch freely like I do. And it's really, really important to see that. All these baby moms might still have kids, but lots of them still got respect. They still respecting, you know what I mean? Lots of, when I say, uh, let me rephrase that. Lots of baby moms are still stealing children. Lots of women are still stealing men's children, okay? And the men are still, like, respecting them. They're still, like, being respectful, staying humble, staying cool. And I think that's great. And I want that showed on this damn podcast. 
I don't give a fuck if I am if I'm out if I'm outspoken on here and I'm just speaking super super freely about it. I don't give a fuck. 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 I want it to be seen that everybody don't have my stance. My stance ain't wrong, bro. I'm just outspoken. I just I, this is how I fucking this is I'm telling the truth. If somebody kicks you in your nuts, is there a wrong way to say how the how the pain hit? Cause that's what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there really a wrong way? How you gonna tell me how I say how the pain hit? Let me describe what I felt. <laughs> Let me describe shit. So when if something happened to somebody, they could go through it. Now, I want to bring everybody up to speed, okay? And I'll be. We won't make this long, but we'll get into it. So. Okay, so. I want to get into what's been going on. Um, If you kept up with season one, you probably want to know what's going on with my damn case. So, this is where I bust it down. Uh... Like I said, I walked into court October 13th. This is the day that this is when I walked in there under CPS advice because the the cha, the the mother of my children contacted somebody I don't even really know and just told them she was going to kill my kids. A couple people just on a random September morning. That she was going to kill my kids. Just randomly. This is 2019. Around a year ago at this time. And CPS was pissed off. Because. For whatever reason. I had happened to get. A good. A good. A good human being. Who actually cared about kids. And wasn't in it to save women. She was in it to save kids. And. She said, listen, this is fucked up. Go up there and file emergency custody. So, I went and got a lawyer, which I already really had, already had. But I went up there with a lawyer, and we filed ourselves a motion for custody of my children under CPS's advice. These are facts, all proven, all on record. Uh, After that, the defendant proceeded to not show up to any court hearings, any of them. She also proceeded to not bring my children to any of the court-ordered drop-offs until January. So that means from October all the way through December, she ignored all court orders and didn't show up to shit. And when she finally did show up, nothing happened. They Instead of arresting the defendant who had a warrant for talking about killing her kids, the police walked her to her vehicle. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't know, man. It is what it is. Um, From there, 
the defendant was held in contempt, but never nothing happened. Then um, they scheduled us. They kept scheduling us to have peace treaties, is how I put it. Even though, I mean, I don't know. This is just what I'm going to say here, all right? If if something comes across my desk that say somebody talking about killing their kids, I'm not sending them people to no peace treaty talks. I'm not. Not without putting my, you know, I'm not sending them to no peace treaty talks. So, quite honestly, after everything you've heard in these past podcasts and that I've even shown, proven just slowly on this podcast on my own, on my own, I'm going to go ahead and say there's no way we should have been in any peace treaty talks. We Business should have been handled. Now, I want to go ahead and say this. 330 days is 47 weeks, okay? 47 weeks. So, okay. We were supposed to have trial years ago. Why 47 weeks has passed and I still don't have a trial date? They've given the defendant time to do everything, including getting a lawyer. Which I don't really mind, you know what I mean? Any lawyer with any sense will tell this person, yo, this person has years of footage of you talking about killing your kids on record. With your own voice. This person has records of you talking about using your kids piss. Like it's you. You can't. I don't know how you're going to flip it. But it's you talking. You're asking a minor to buy their piss. And you're telling them you can't buy it. You're going to use your kids piss. I don't know what lawyer. Is going to be able. To flip that. (laughs) I don't know, but I mean, I know there. I, it, it, well, here's the thing about being a lawyer for a mom in family court: the work's done. The laws are already wrote for you to win already. You don't really gotta do no fighting. All you gotta do is just show up and be like, "Yeah, well, mom's a good mom, and mom's just a great mom, and just mom's a good mom." That's all you gotta do. You don't have to do it. You don't have to really do much, honestly. I, I would think, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I imagine that when the mom is a bad mom, you probably do got to do a lot of work. You know what I mean? I don't know. But at any rate, giving the defendant in my case where my kids are being threatened, you know, I just want to also throw this in there. I've taken my children to the hospital in this time. My my daughter came home with fingernails gouged in her arms. You understand? Real fingernails gouged in her arm. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say her mom and her grandma had a tug-of-war match with my daughter when she was a newborn and left a gouge in her that was still there when I last saw her when she was two. Told that to the people in 2016. They did nothing. I told that to them in 17. They did nothing. They let her steal my kid for 950 days. Now here I am again. I got my, I got my kid. She has their 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 nails gouged into her arm. They're gouged. You can see them in each arm. My daughter didn't say who did it right away, but I asked my son, who is pretty honest, if I don't say. And he told me immediately, "Mommy did it. 
<laughs> you feel me? And so you know what I did. I called their good friends down there at CPS let them know. Actually, no, I didn't. I take that back. They did get involved, but this time I didn't call them. And I don't even know how that came out because I'm done calling them because they don't do shit. And put that on record. But listen, I took my fucking daughter to the hospital in the COVID, COVID season. Shit was real COVID heavy, and I had to take her to a hospital because she's got nail gouges in her. Okay, so I take her to the hospital. All right? They call CPS. Now CPS involved. They come out. They see him. Right? I'm talking to the doctor. He says, this is, this, I'm talking to him face to face. This is child abuse, he says. This is, no, this is, this is, this was done to her. This, somebody did this. X-rays, hold nine, man. CPS gets involved. I talk to, uh, the, the lady comes out. I see her, we talk, she leave, my caseworker called me back the next day, she gets on the phone, we do a Zoom face-to-face, she hears my son say what it was, she hears it right there, because why I'm smart enough to let this lady hear, look, look, you're not going to get to interview him face-to-face, we on Zoom, here, talk to him right here, you're going to hear it, she hears it. She hears my son say it out his own mouth. Who did it? And then we and then I talk to her and then she's off to go interview mom, right? Don't hear shit back from this lady for two fucking weeks when my kids is back again. And I hit her up. I say, ma'am, are you still working? She says, uh, we found that I talked to first she said. She didn't talk to the, she said that the other lady said, well, I'm like, so you didn't talk to the fucking doctor? She hangs up, calls me back. I did talk to the doctor. I talked to him. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean you talked to a doctor about a case two weeks fucking later? What did you do in the in-between time? You have a fucking job. It's to protect children. You understand? Not do paperwork, not sit in your apartment and lollygag and twiddle your fucking thumbs. Your job is to protect children, man, and you fail minds again. So, now I'm in, I got gouges, right? So, she's saying she didn't have no, she said that my son did it. My son bites his nails to the, he has no nails, bro. What nails did he gouge his sister's arms? He didn't do that. His mom did that, like they said. Why is CPS protecting violent mothers, man? Because they got jobs? Fuck them jobs. Put them bitches in jail, man. I know you ain't got no spaces. Make more prisons for them. I don't feel bad. I'm seeing men getting shot in the back when I turn on my phone. I ain't seen no moms get shot in no fucking back. I'm sorry. I ain't seen it. It's dads who's getting smoked out there. It's dads who's getting smoked. Now, I know women still getting killed wrongfully, too. So I'm not finna just... What about Ayanna, uh, the girl in Detroit who got shot by the... That was the whole one that made me flip my whole gauge upside down and be like, 
dog, that ain't right. That one really caught my attention. Ayanna Jones, her name was. So women still getting killed. I'm just saying that like more, it's more likely that the police gonna whack a man. That's what it is. I ain't making it up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't rumbling it off, man. It's more likely they gonna whack a dude. It don't matter what the fuck race he is. He gonna whack a dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it do kind of matter. It's ten times more likely if he got a little complexion on him, he getting smoked faster. But the real question is, how 47 weeks went by and I still ain't got a trial date? How in the fuck does a CPS worker jump on the phone with me and tell me that they are going, their goal is to close the case as quick as possible? That sounds like lazy work to me. That sounds like I'm going, when you go to the gym and say my goal is to leave as quick as possible, you're going to stay fat. What what kind of energy is that, bro? Honestly, I'm trying to quit finish this quick. You're coming here to work, bro. This case was put on your desk to work. You don't walk in the gym and be like, I'm going to get out of here quickly as I can. What kind of workout you going to get in? Honestly, bro, what do you get done in five minutes? What kind of work can you do in that amount of time, dog? You can't. It's <laughs> You cutting corners, man. You cutting corners. And you ain't hurting nobody but my kids because guess what? They done reported again. And when we come back, they come back next week. Now, mom's boyfriend's hitting on them, right? Some fucking dude. Some fucking random dude. You know what I'm saying? Not in the picture, just I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. He, I don't know what his deal is, man. But everybody who's kicked it with this bitch leaves her. Because she ain't shit. <laughs> and I see he white. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no race thing at all. You know what I mean? And I, it ain't nothing to do with race. But it's just weird as hell, bro. Like, why? If you want to be, like, interracial dating and shit, then you got... Why not give the kids a good experience, bro? You feel me? Why not give them a good experience? They shouldn't dislike you. They shouldn't say no, nothing bad about you. Shouldn't be hitting no other man kids, really, unless you can beat their daddy ass. That's how I feel. Don't hit no other man kids, man, unless for show, for show. You can square up with their daddy <laughs> when it count. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that ain't going down. You know, so what you doing hitting little kids, man? You know what I'm saying? That shit. Furthermore, how other many motherfuckers been around this bitch hitting my kids, bro? The court don't know. They guessing. All they care about is, do she get this? What's your job like? Fuck her job, bro. This person needs to be in a cell. You feel me? Who talks about killing their children? Who does that? Who grabs their kids' arms and puts nail gouges in them that are still in my daughter today. Who does that? All you got to do is talk to this little girl loud. Who beats on their kids with belts for no reason, bro? Are you? I can see if you had tough little PJ babies, but these babies are sensitive as hell, bro. All you got to do is just be like, and they just cry. You don't got to hit them, bro. I'm trying to figure out how my kids need to be hit with a belt, man. I'm trying to figure out how it's been 47 weeks and I still don't got a trial date. So I want to know.
But, listen, understand this, man. It's something more to it. You understand? And I understand there's more to it, too. And I understand that there's something more for me to learn in this instance. So I'm being extremely patient. And I've learned a lot throughout this process. And I'm extremely thankful. And I'm thankful for all my friends and family I got around me, supporting me, and giving me a lending ear. And there's been a lot of people that watched this fight happen and they just sat around and just watched it. And them people you ain't never gonna see me around them never no more. Ever. Unless they at my funeral or something. I ain't fucking with them people no more. Because that's what this gave me. I forgive them, but this opportunity, this gave me an opportunity to see what's what in this world. And I still love all those people. I just, this gave me an opportunity. This was the best fight I've ever been in in my life. All my fights have just been so easy. This fight right here has just been the most doggest fight ever. And that's because I'm not fighting a person. I'm fighting the state of Michigan. The very state that I love, man. In the very county that I love the most. I am getting drilled, man. Fucking drilled. And there may be an outcome to this. You know what I mean? That's why it's not personal with any of the workers involved. You know what I'm saying? Or elected officials. It's not personal at all. Those people doing their job. Uh... And I think this has been going on for generations and centuries. And that's why I want a podcast. I want a podcast guest. I want to get other dads on here from the 90s. I want to get dads on here from from, 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 from the 70s. From the I want to get as many dads on here from different places, generations, and faces as I can. Because this isn't just me. This isn't just isolated. This is allowed to happen. You know what I mean? It's allowed to happen. But I want dads to know that there's joy in this fight. And me also, you know what I mean? Like, I'm... It, 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 it's not all anger. I am angry that I, my case isn't being taken care of. But at the same time, I'm also extremely thankful. And I'm not only thankful for just, you know, what, I, what I've what i learned. I'm thankful for a lot of things, man. And I don't hate anybody, man, at any point. I, don't, I just for sure don't like the other side. And I would never, you know what I mean? But I don't hate, I don't, I'm not, like, I, I, I don't, I don't. I understand that, you know, that the state has had 47 weeks, basically 330 days, and, you know, those, when I see them people again, I'm not, I can't, I can't, what I'm going to do, yell at them? <laughs> no, I got to go there and be like a little slave, like a little servant. Yes, a massa. Oh, you just, uh, wah, wah, you just fucked my case around for 330 days and ignored my 14th Amendment. But no biggie. I don't have no choice but to do that because that's where we are. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? That that's that's what they can do. You know what I mean? If I could go in there and be of speak my mind, I would, but that's not an option. The only I, I, that only option I have or right I have when I go in there is to have a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? So she could do the talking. You know, because if I get to talking, I'd probably going to be asking questions like, hey, what took 330 days to get to trial? What took what, what, what took 10 months? You know what I mean? I gave you the case, bro. CPS, that's what I would want to know. You know what I mean? What took so long? What? Why you? Why you? You know what? What if my kids would have died here? Who'd be liable? Back with them kind of questions. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care about. I don't really care about. You know what I mean? But these people, man, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, they don't hate me, they don't know me, man, you know what I'm saying, it ain't hate for me, it's hate for the dad from the state, and it's the system, man, making money, 
It ain't me, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I'm saying? I ain't do nothing to nobody in that courthouse. And no dad did nothing to nobody in no courthouse. It's not hate, man. You know what I mean? It's not. It's something to learn. I've learned so much, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful that the road has been so tough, man. I know I'm angry, but at the same time, I'm extremely thankful, man. I've learned that I'm willing to endure a lot of stuff, man, for my kids. I'm willing to mentally put myself through it. I'm willing to be broken down every Monday. I have to hand them back. I'm willing to, you know what I mean? Part-time parenting is tough, man. Parenting only on a two-day two-day schedule. They want to be your friend every single day. And you can't really be a parent. And you are their friend, first of all. That's the most important part. That's why you can't be hitting them with no belt. Because what friend hit other friend with a belt when all the other friend know how much, you know what I'm saying? The smarter they are than the other friend. And they can just win that argument with something way less lethal than a belt. You know what I mean? Like that. But I can't parent none, for real. No good parenting on a two-day schedule, man. Now, I've taught my children some wonderful things. My daughter learned how to swim this summer. She didn't know how to swim. I've taught them, teaching them outside. My kids are petrified of bugs. They don't know nothing about outside. They don't know nothing about shit. They got, they got that this summer. You know what I mean? But at the same time, how much did they lose? It's been 330 days that this particular case is accountable for. So, I used to feel like, you know, the 950 days was on me for not going back in there. You know what I mean? But the more and more I look at this, it's like 330 days, 950 days. Like, 330 is a very long time for a person to walk in there and not get a trial date. That's a very, very, very long time. And it's been a journey. Mostly in this journey, I've got the opportunity to see, like I said, how strong I am. And it's not hate, man, because I'm not hateful. And I'm so, so grateful that I get these two days. I just want more. When I'm with my kids, this, you know what I'm saying? I, this this is a selfless request here, man. Like, this isn't like I'm sitting here, you know what I mean? Like, I want to give up my all of the free time I have and dedicate that to my kids. I don't want no free time. I want to be a dad full time. I don't want no free time. Y'all can have it. I want my kids. That's what I want. And it shouldn't seem like me asking for half, at least half of the time that I rightfully deserve should be worth me missing 330 days in the meantime. You know what I'm saying? Well, honestly, I forg- I didn't even look up how many days it's been. But the last time we were at 20 in April. So, so I did the quick math on my fingers because it's pretty easy to do. Um, so, four uninterrupted days a month since eight, since, and I started from the end of April, um, but I throw in two more just to be safe. It was 16, so that would bring us to 36. Throw in two more just to be safe. That's 38, right? So that means out of 146 days, I've only seen them, well, 
Out of the 146 days since my last podcast, I've only seen my children 16 days, man. <laughs> that's not an alarming number. What about all that time I'm missing? You know, that's why I'm angry. Still realistic. <laughs> Still very, very realistic. But I am pretty angry. But at the same time, those 16 days are so golden to me, man. And I understand that there's a person out there that hasn't seen their children in a long time. Years and years. And make these little days eclipses them by numbers. By years. And it makes me think to myself, like, how grateful and thankful I am for these 16. But laws need to change. We need to figure out how to make it illegal, man, to just steal a man's child. It needs to be a felony. It needs to be something. It shouldn't be allowed to just steal a man's kid, man. This this can't be right. And then we send them off. Oh, just go on with your merry life. Just It doesn't matter what you're going through through these 330 days. Just go off into society. We hope you catch a case, honestly, because you're all fucked up about how we fucking you over. We hope you, I mean, that's what it feel like. I have a lot of respect, man, for all the moms out there who are actually good moms, man. I know a lot of good women that are really, 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 really good moms, man. And every time I got to do one of these podcasts, I think how fucking terribly I would feel if one of those moms heard one of these podcasts and mistook that shit for I'm just attacking moms. This podcast was specifically, specifically designed for dads who are going through it with a mom who decides she's just going to steal a kid. So it's all hurtful, it sounds hurtful, but I always like to thank moms who give the time and are good moms and give their father, the children's father a chance to be in the kids' lives. That's powerful stuff. Those people are heroes, man. Those moms right there, those moms are the moms that they're making poster childs for the rest of the moms. And I'm so grateful for him. Extremely grateful for him. But all moms ain't like that, though. Just like all dads are not great dads. But we've got that down as a society. We've got that down, Pat. We've got it down. Deadbeat dad. Deadbeat mom ain't no phrase, man. I don't really hear people saying it for real, unless they're just like going against the grain. But it ain't like a free, freely said. It still sounds like you going against the grain when you say it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. 16 days out of 146. I'm. I just want to say, like, I, I, I just want to say, you know, 16 days out of 146 days since I did my last podcast, I'm grateful because somewhere somebody hasn't seen their kid in years, you know, so I'm thankful. Um, 
I don't understand what's taking all this time, but at the same time, I can walk in a room right now while we're podcasting and see my kids sleeping today. I don't have to wait years. Like, I know in two weeks, I don't have to get my little two days again or else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know why I'm saying or else. I've seen this person tell the grab her nuts and flip the bird to judge multiple times. Nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? They don't want her to do that. They want me to do that. And it's hurtful that we know that. You know what I'm saying? And that we talk about that. And that I can openly say it and, like, nobody can, like, object it. You know? They don't want the mom. They want me. (laughs) Ain't 32 prisons for mom. It's 32 prisons for dad. You know what I'm saying? It's one prison for mom. So her shit gotta be really, really real. You know? But I don't think, man, sending people to prison is the answer anyway, man. That ain't where people get fixed anyway, man. That's just more, you know what I'm saying? Some people just need real psychiatric help, man. You know what I'm saying? Some people. But I'm grateful for the time I get with my kids. It's like I said, it's been golden to me. Uh, 16 days out of 146 ain't shit. I ain't gonna lie, but. It's like going to me, you know? It's like going to me. I, I just, I love, I love, man. I love being able to be a father, man, for the little two days that I do get to get. Because I know somewhere it's a dad out there who won't get his kids, not even that. I know somewhere somebody spent thousands of dollars just to go to their kid because that's the only option they got. I'm grateful for this. I really wish that. You know, people who go to work and take jobs in these systems could have a good heart, man, and see, like, we're people. You know what I mean? We know you got a job to do. And when you know we got, you know you got paperwork that's older than you that you're following. We know. But at the same time, man, like, now we want to be treated like people, man. Fathers, when we walk in there, we don't want to be treated like, you know. We're doing something wrong, man. Any dad that's in court, period, should be treated like he's doing something great. If dads are looked so down upon in, in today's society, any dad you see in there fighting to do the right thing should be looked, treated way better, man. He shouldn't be, shouldn't be treated like no second-class citizen, man. He's not doing nothing wrong, man. You know what I mean? He ain't do nothing. He's trying to do the right thing. So how about we treat him right? Make him feel like he's like he's a human. Make him feel like he's a human. He shouldn't feel like he's he's just a he shouldn't feel like a sitting duck. He shouldn't feel like the state just wants him. He shouldn't feel like the state just is licking their chops, waiting. He shouldn't go in there and be there of the plaintiff and the whole time. Three, four different bailiffs are there at work just doing their job. And they're standing there giving you that eye. And you're angry because you're at your fucking court date that they fucking didn't even have today for the eighth time. You feel me? You're just angry because the courthouse let you come up there, waltz right the fuck in, and didn't even have the courtesy to tell you they forgot to put you. They, they're not going to call your case even though your name's on the docket. The defendant ain't here, so they just deciding court's not happening today. Meanwhile, you angry in the hallway, and the bailiff is standing there just licking his chops. Oh, I can't wait to jump on him. Hope he, hope he gets loud. And... Come on, man. 
Dads don't have to want to have to go through that. So what if dad gets pumped in the hallway on accident? Because y'all jerking him around. Now the bailiff fucking throwing him down and got, got his knee on his neck. Like George Floyd had a knee on his neck. Huh? How about we just treat dads like human beings, man? How about we start training our staff and our fucking people to start treating these dads like humans, man? With hearts. With that that are members of our society. How about we treat these dads like they got to go back out in the community and treat the community with love and care? How about we treat these dads like, you know what I mean? How about we treat them how we want them to treat the rest of the community? So you want to, you know, everybody ain't got the energy I got. <laughs> Kick me in the balls every day in family court, and then when I come out of there, I'm just going to smile at the people at the store and be nice. No, man, I'm not going out in the community frowning at women and smugging my face up and not holding the door or none of that. I'm asking every single human being how they doing, how you, woo, woo, woo. That's how I'm moving, bro. I'm not motherfucking, I'm not fucking being mean to people, bro. Because it ain't they battle. It ain't they fault. But everybody ain't me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And some people do take it out on the community. And it ain't they fault. It's, the, it's somebody else's fault. You know what I'm saying? Because they get you walk in there and they being mistreated. And they, you know what I mean? When you see somebody do something, you know, I, I just, yeah, it just. Media don't cover dads doing, committing suicide over not seeing their kids. Media never covers it. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've, there's so many dads that commit suicide over not seeing their kids. And I never fucking hear about it on my news channel. And I'm baffled by it. Because it happens so much. How do I not hear about it? You don't want to... You know what I'm saying? How am I not hearing about dads whacking themselves over not seeing their kids? It's happening. Why I don't hear about it? Why it ain't on TV, man, more? Why we ain't talking about it? I think this can be fixed if we just treat these people like humans, man. To leave a man waiting to know when he get a chance to spend more time with his kids for 330 days, 47 weeks... It's a long time to have it figured out. Especially when he got the work already done. Especially when CPS sent them in there. That's too long, man. Luckily, for me, I'm a praying man. So I understand. This ain't nothing but a test. <laughs> it ain't shit. No test. You know what I'm saying? It ain't shit to a test but to take it. So here we are. But everybody ain't me, man. And that's my problem. That's where I'm... That's where I'm drawing the line in the sand. Because it's like, what about other people, man? So you just doing this shit to everybody, huh? You just doing this to people up in here? You just cutting dads up out this bitch? You just not letting them speak up in here when they don't have money for a lawyer? You just giving each other that crooked eye and smirking? And then just doing whatever to them? That's what you doing? Come on, man. Why don't we treat these people like people, man? We're people. And that's what this podcast is about, me being a person, me having feelings. My daughter telling me, Daddy, don't cry this time when I'm about to take her to her mom to dr- for the drop-off at the police station, which is now a normal thing for my fucking kids to be dropped off at a police station, right? Shouldn't be no normal thing for no kids. No kids, not just my kids, no kids. Meanwhile... I keep getting these reports, man. How come when they killed my, how come they mom don't, why, why are these drop-offs moms ain't never get, 
Never am I getting reports that she's showing her kids no love, man. What kind of mom don't hug their kids? I don't know. But this is the kind of shit probably will never even get to in court because all they want to know is, hey, what kind of job you got? Did you go to school? Because you know we love school. That's all. That's <laughs> really all that's, you know what I mean? We, nobody want to know about the person talking about talking. And I shouldn't feel like this as a dad with all this info. I just want to keep my kids safe. My kids come to me and say some weird Losers hitting on them, I think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Damn show shouldn't have to just sit around and motherfucking be like, oh, oh man, I hope I get a court date. That's, come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. That's flat out not caring about the dad. Let this. Man, have some rights, man. Treat them like a human. That's why I'm podcasting. It's not to bash people. That's why I ain't saying no names on here. It ain't to none of that. This is to be a blank face. You know what I'm saying? Well, it ain't really a blank face. If you go look for me, you can see me. But motherfucking, this is to, if somebody didn't want to, they could just keep it all voice action if they wanted to. Hear my story, man. Fuck what I look like. Hear my story, man. My kids got stoned. My kids was being threatened to be killed. I went to the fucking, you know what I'm saying, to the state and told them, give me my kids. You know what they told me? Wait, we'll tell you when you can get them. Sit on back, motherfucker. Sit back. That's what they told me. Meanwhile, my kids coming back with fucking scars in their arms from some dumbass person grabbing on them like they, you know what I'm saying? My kids don't want to come to me with the info because every time, what, what you think happening when the CPS come to them and they don't do shit except for fucking stir the pot? Nah, what you think? Life good for my kids over there? Because the next time they came back, they was getting, they was reports of the dude being mean to my son. So what you think is happening over there? All dads want is to be heard. All dads want is to be felt. Fathers, if you out there, which you all know you out there, this is what I want you to do right now. First and foremost, you need to figure out, this is going to be a little fight. I want you to subscribe to this channel, dial back, and go check out the motherfucking season one. And figure out why, why, why I should have a trial date by now. Then I want you to buckle up. Because depending on where you are in your journey, this shit could be a long ride. Next, I want you to remain faithful. I understand. The ending is already wrote. And if the state is helping somebody steal your kids, the state really ain't doing nothing except for creating another enemy for themselves. Because the state, the kids going to grow up hating the state. Regardless. It's how it'll go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's how it'll go. It's going. They won't make any new friends doing that. I can assure you that. Mostly the kid is going to resent the, the alienator. Mostly. So I don't want to just make it about the state. Mostly they'll resent the alienator. Because they'll start to see that the alienator took the other parent up off the picture. 
for their own reason. You know what I mean? They'll see that the other parent did it to use them as leverage, as property. That's why the other parent did it. And they'll be more and more and more resentful towards that parent who stole the fucking kid. But next in line, when they get their ducks in order, right after they make that enemy, will be the person who helped that person steal the kids. And they'll do the math. And in this day and age, they'll turn their phone on and see the state whacking the people. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then they'll see, you know, the dad says, I tried, it was child support, this, that, and third, and whoa, 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 and whoa, 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 and whoa, 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 it's gonna make them motherfucking hate the state, too, for helping, because why are you not treating people like humans, man, that's what it all boils down to, treat us like humans, treat us like humans, just because we turn 18 don't mean we not humans, the state only care about me when I'm a kid. Bro, I'm a man now. I can contribute to society, man. If a fucking car is burning on fire, somebody in that bitch, I'm about to try to help him get the fuck out. I'm a man now, bro. I ain't no kid, bro. I'm a fucking man now. A man in the community. A contributor. And I want to be treated like that. When I walk into a courtroom with elected officials that I probably would have voted for sitting in there and they treat me like, I don't belong, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just that. When I walk into a courtroom <laughs> with, you know what I mean? A courthouse, I want, I want, I shouldn't feel like the enemy of the state, man. I shouldn't. And the state ain't, ain't never been my enemy. I already knew that they was, I was an enemy of the state before I got in there. You know what I'm saying? I already knew I was. So I just had my eyes open and I've been peeping everything the whole time because, well, unfortunately, this is the age of the internet, and all you need is to fucking put in Google or have a little bit of somewhat of a knowledge to know what you're looking for. You can find everything. I'm the enemy of the state here in this state. And if you find the rest of the people that are going through what I'm going through, they'll explain. And so that's what I'm going to be doing in the rest of this podcast. I do in this season, I'm sorry, season two. Fathers and Family Court, we, we we hot, we approaching 55, I'm about to wrap it up, what I'm going to be doing is bringing other fathers on this podcast, I look forward to sharing their stories, I look forward to giving you guys the opportunity to hear somebody's voice other than mine, um, I look forward to helping people, I look forward to f- getting out stories that aren't mine, that people can hear and understand why there's so much hurt and pain in my voice. I'm hurting for them. I'm hurting for my kids. I'm hurting for their kids. I'm hurting for them babies. I'm hurting because there's kids around this world crying, missing their dads. I'm missing people in my shoes that can't do shit but wait for a state. Sometimes the state waits 47 weeks. And then it'll be right on their desk. You know what I'm saying? This is unacceptable. We want to be treated like men. You know what I'm saying? We want to be treated like humans. This is civil rights. This is human rights. The 14th Amendment clearly states, All persons born 
or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny them to any person, I'm sorry, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Now, that, my friends, was the 14th Amendment. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast with that. Specifically, no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. And here's the kicker. Nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Now tell me Michigan protects me equally. Go ahead and tell me. 14th Amendment, fresh and hot. This is Fathers and Family Court Season 2. If you want to follow me, I would say go to Twitter, OG underscore JP Brown. That's probably the best spot to get to me. If you throw an ad on it, I'll talk to you. Uh, I appreciate you for listening, man. I am super sorry for the delay. But now that we're back and rolling, I look forward to season two. Let's get another 50.